Welcome to Tarogi Talk, where we attempt to unpack anything and everything Igorot. Whether it's through story or discussion, we hope to increase the awareness of our people and hopefully inspire others to seek out a greater understanding of our culture, just as we are. The following was previously recorded for YouTube, therefore you may find that some episodes are better consumed as video. Check out the links in the description. Regardless, we hope that you all enjoy this episode. So today we have um, a special guest, uh, somebody new this time. Um, so her name is Danai, and she is, well, I'll let her introduce herself, but uh, yeah, just another um, another in, in the diaspora there, um, uh, at least in, in Canada this time. So um, we've introduced ourselves multiple times, so I don't think we have to do that anymore. So Danai, um, could you tell us a little bit about yourself just to get this started? Uh, hey, I'm Danai. I'm uh, sorry, you pronounce it Danai, the Gurut way. Um, my last name is Aquino. Um, and I am originally from Basau in the Philippines. I grew up in Baguio, however. Um, I moved to Canada in 2007, but now I live in Calgary. Hi. <laughs> nice to meet y'all. <laughs> nice. And are you hey. right now are Hello. you part of um um an Igorot organization in Calgary? I um there's an organization in Calgary called MPOC, which is the Mountain Province Association of Calgary, I'm pretty sure it's called. Um and they meet quite a few times a year. They meet kind of like the Bibak in Vancouver. Um but I think the Bibak is just in a larger scale um, that includes Bibak in Calgary is like in a larger scale that includes like, you know, like Ifugawa Payo and all that. But the Mountain Province organization is more like Busao Sagada Bonto, like that area. Um, <clears throat> and Bohu, I think, is the bigger group as well. Um, but it's 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 slowly slowed down in the last couple years just because people has become, have become like busier so then they couldn't really organize much like everyone you know because everyone works and stuff so there hasn't been any big um gatherings lately but that it does exist and I sometimes join so nice bebuck doesn't really it doesn't there's not much in bebuck here yeah, that was going to be oh, my follow-up okay. question. So it, it, there, <laughs> there isn't a Bivak at all, or is it just not active? There is. It's just not as active, like, at all. Wow. Yeah. Why is that? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just feel like it's such a huge um amount of people from, like, like a huge plot of land i think that like they just can't organize it's just not easy or no one has ever really successfully organized it properly to have it run as it does in um vancouver mm. when yeah. was the last time you attended uh calgary bebuck uh, oh. or were you even able to catch them before they like slowed down like mm -hmm. i 
honestly like it was probably like 2014 or something like that it it's it was a long time ago that is a long time ago now yeah and i don't know i don't know if it's because we weren't paying attention or like <clears throat> we're not part of the like the group or so i don't know but like we just the have not... <laughs> yeah exactly but like but i haven't heard anyone saying like oh we went to the bebop thing you know like no one ever said that it was always like the mountain province one so and that's a lot yeah. more active you said yes yes so when did you come to canada at what age i came to canada when i was 13 2007 i was turning 14 Oh, I wow. turned fourteen. Here, so, how yeah. did you come? How did you come to Canada? Um, um, my mom's brother, so my uncle, um, sponsored us as orphans, me and my brother, over um, here when I was fourteen, and then we've lived we lived in Burnaby with them for about five years, and after that, my sister. Uh, worked her way from the Philippines to Texas as a nurse. She wasn't able to be sponsored because she was like over the age at the time, mm-hmm. but she was in full-time school. So they didn't know that she was still able to be sponsored. But oh. anyway, so she had to work her way to Texas. And then her ultimate goal was Canada because um, my brother and I are here. And so she applied for a student visa and ended up in Calgary. And I moved with her here five oh, years wow. ago 2012 no no that's not oh, five wow. years that's like that's eight no, years ago so tell yeah. us about your education my education oh um uh so i i finished high school in bc yeah. and then i moved over to calgary with my sister and I was helping out with babysitting and stuff like that. And I didn't really like for a long time. It's really it was really hard for me to pick pick what I really wanted to do. So then my sister suggested that I go for like a short program state, the Southern Alberta Institute of Technology here for um, an MOA and unit clerk uh, certificate diploma. So I took that quickly. So then I got a job quickly, too. And then after that, I've been working as an admin assistant for a while now. Um, and then now I'm just working my way th- uh, and saving some money so that I can go back to school for something else. Oh, what were you thinking? Well, <laughs> I'm thinking of taking... Um, oh, my God. No. Nursing. My sister... My nursing! 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 Encourage nursing. <laughs> Isn't that great? Why not? <laughs> what? Nursing is the way. <laughs> no. Yeah, okay. What is it though? It's uh, I'm thinking of clinical aesthetics, which is oh, wow. like skincare. Oh. Okay. To work oh, with wow. a dermatologist and stuff. Maybe yeah. give y'all talks. Just kidding. <laughs> hmm? No, Botox. Oh, both yeah. Botox. Yeah. Oh, okay. Ooh, That's wow. big money, dude. Yeah. Wow. So, <laughs> big. wow. So when it get old, you could like do the wrinkles? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Like on your forehead. You can do that yeah. as a nurse. Ooh, wow. Your cheeks. <laughs> but would you be doing extractions too? Like Probably. Do you ever watch Dr. Pimple Popper? 
Oh, yeah. Dr. Pimple Popper. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's like it's... Is yeah, that, she's pretty gross. I mean, the stuff that she does, is like, wow, that is super gross. Uh, yeah, she cleans like, pretty good. That, yeah, she like totally extracts, man. There's some crazy stuff that's on that show. Just like yeah. huge cysts and stuff. And... Mm-hmm. <sighs> Makes you wonder how they got it, hey? Like, yeah, how? <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of reasons why, but <laughs> yeah, but that's interesting though. Yeah, I mean, like, so like getting into some type of into dermatology would it be or like, is that uh, the yeah, same as really being a, like an aesthetician? Yes. 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 Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. 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 Interesting. That's the one. That's like usually like a two-year program, I think. Isn't it? It's a one-year yes. program, at least in the states. Yeah, it's. I think it's two years here. The program I saw at least was two years. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. quite long. You probably have to learn. And you could also link it with being, uh, with uh, being a. Uh, uh, a lot of times, estheticians also do uh, work as, uh, as, as, uh, as, as massage therapists too. Uh, there's quite a few programs that seem to link it all mm-hmm. together. I would, I would, but <laughs> I would. That's one of the um. Too actually, much work. Was, it was, it's just hard on the body, right? I can't. No, no, it is. It is. Yeah. yeah. So, or you could be a complete cosmetologist too, and uh, do that true. thing because there's a lot of openings in there. Uh, yeah. For, yeah. But I, what I recommend, though, if you really get into that, uh, like, do a side course on nutrition because a lot of the stuff that happens with the skin. Is from the inside yeah. out. Yeah. True. Yeah. Exactly. So, so, you know, like, yeah, like, but you can pop those big nasty pimples. Yeah, you can lance it. <laughs> you know how you'd make even more money is you you go and take videos of all these extractions and you go on YouTube and uh, there's like complete <laughs> fan bases that like just totally get into this. That's so true, actually. Yeah. I have friends that are into that. It's so weird. But I mean, like, <laughs> that niche. It's satisfying. Yeah, it's hey, like that you know? ASMR thing, whatever they call it's it. Like, Ooh, uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Although I yeah, can't get my see. wife to ever pop any of my pimples or anything. I get my daughter. Oh my God. <laughs> that's not good, though. You shouldn't be popping your pimples. Yeah, yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Well, there's a, there's a prime time to do it. You got to, like, steam the skin and all this stuff. So No! <laughs> Well, what is it? Oh, so you've been so studying weird. already. You've been researching it already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, so, so you really do have a, 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 um, a passion for it or, or like a, a complete interest in, in I have, Yeah, I have a great interest for it. Yeah, for sure. Is it a personal thing for you? Like when you grew up or something? No, or is it like- no like people, so a couple of people did ask me like, oh, like, did you have really bad skin? Or like, you know, yeah. like what did you, yeah, it's not. Like, I, I never had really, like, big skin problems or anything mm-hmm. like that. But it's just, I, I feel like it, it's just, um, it's the, what's it called? It's the it's the fact that people are very vain. So it's always yeah. going to be available, right? Oh, okay. So it's a <laughs> so more of a, a practical, a practical. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's fun, yeah. too. When, like, when if you, you have the cure to baldness, the then I'm all in. <laughs> we'll see what i can do (laughs) you look at the hat there there's a reason why (laughs) 
Mark, Mark got the good side. He got the non koi om side. Oh, that's sorry, oh. koi oms, but we know where this baldness stuff comes from. Yeah. <laughs> it really does come from the mom side. It really does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry yeah, to my. If you look at my relatives who had that koyom gene, man. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> actually, you know what saved me? Well, and I learned this from a uh, friend who uh, worked for the. Um, he worked for the FDA, and he said, "You know what? Just use brandy, brandy every day. That's the same ingredient as Rogaine. The active ingredient is alcohol. It's to increase blood flow to the scalp." Yeah. So I did that, and actually, so I have outlasted. See, still have hair there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, still have hair there, and uh, in fact, uh, that that's because of that brandy treatment. It kept me having hair probably about uh, fifteen years longer than a lot of uh, my relatives. Our relatives. Wow. Mark, he got the Watan side. See that nice, thick, luscious hair? No, no, oh. man. I, I think I used. I, I didn't have this much forehead. It must have used to come down to about right here, at least. You know. But yeah, yeah. The yeah, forehead yeah. is so starting to show more. So. Yeah. Anyway, sorry yeah. guys, sidetrack there. <laughs> We Sorry. tend to go on. Rowan, my son, has your hair. Oh, right? yeah, definitely. So. He's got our hair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, you'll be dealing with that, Danai. So, uh, fun. <laughs> Danai, so, like, so you're saying it was a, it's more of a practical kind of uh, reason to. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I think it's like, um, I, I think I like it enough that it's interesting when I talk about it too. So then people know. That people understand that, like I actually am interested in it, in it too. It's not like a, it's not like, it's not only practical, right? You know what I mean? Like it's it's not because oh like, I'm gonna get money from this or like, you know what I mean? Just because I yeah. just because it's like it's actually something and that would I would you say that would you say that Igor people are, are are do think about their skin? Because I remember I remember years ago when we went to yeah. the Philippines, my mom used to come back with those bottles of Escanol, right? Uh, oh, yeah, for sure. Filipinos are very vain. Like, very vain. Yeah, Filipinos yeah. in general. In general, yeah. Igorots, um, they don't really think about it. It's not really something that, like, that's in their in the forefront of their um, priorities, for sure. Mm -hmm. yeah, they I don't. Agree. It's not something that they think about. But I feel like there are a lot of things that they don't think about because it's not a priority. But then when you bring it up, they like they're like, oh yeah, oh yeah, you're right. Like you, you know what I mean? Like oh no, what am I doing? Kind of thing. And then it's kind of like you know, just they just become aware. But it's but definitely it's not something better that. Skin? Not I was gonna them. mention it. I was gonna what? mention it. Like when when Denai when you said that uh, you've never had like any skin problems. Uh, no, like and not was, anything, was, not anything severe. Right. You know, and I was for thinking, sure I've had pimples. I kept trying to think in my head, like, who I might know from B-Buck that has, like, bad skin. <laughs> but, like, I, like I, I don't I don't know any, like, from, from maybe like, eczema? me and my family. Who? Eczema. Maybe eczema? Yeah, it's probably not maybe, eczema. Maybe. But, like, I've never had. No, I've had, I've had very, family. Very I've had people in my family, for sure, that had, like, pretty bad skin like not right. everyone not all of us have like fair skin okay <laughs> no some some of us are darker than this <laughs> okay no like i mean like we're talking about skin and off though not like shades of well although the yeah. escanol too much <laughs> technically yeah. escanol is just a, i don't know what they use for the whitener 
lemon or something like that. But I know it's just a toner, isn't it? Um, actually, Escanol is really bad for your skin. Okay, because it it has. Did you hear that, everyone? It's bad. It it has alcohol in the ingredients, and you're not supposed to be putting alcohol on your skin because it'll oh. eat the skin cells off. Oh. Yeah, it's not good. And then it, it can um it can leave like uh hyperpigmentation that will come as you age. Like it doesn't even get there when you put it on. Like it gets there later. You won't even see it now. Hyperpigmentation, like dark. Yeah, or it's really? yeah. So like the dark Freckles, spots, like spots on your skin. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, like is that why I have spot. those now? Because that's what that's what my mom used to put on me when I was a kid. No. Yeah, that's <laughs> what it smells really strong, joke. right? Actually, she did used to use that. Huh? I mean, I'm like, oh, my she God. She kind of had it there, uh, but, like, mom wasn't using it furiously or anything like that. It's yeah, yeah. No, she wasn't, but it was, like, used as, a, like, a face cleaner. At yeah, it's like a face cleaner is what she would use it for. Right? Like, yeah, because it, um, well, it has alcohol. I mean, like, jeez. I wouldn't yeah, use it all, but if you have to, but if you have to, like maybe just swipe it once and then wash your face again. Like I wouldn't leave it on the skin. I know these days I just use water, man. <laughs> I use I water I for most of the time, just water. And then like, if you ever need some, if you, you get really greasy, then you can use a little bit of mild soap, but then maybe just use water and. White soaps are bad too. Huh? Like okay. white soaps. They're <laughs> because it still it still has fragrance and soap like the the ingredient of soap itself is irritant it's an irritant to the skin yeah 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 so even two women so they're not just supposed water to... then um no but that's why labs have created like um face face cleansers and stuff right so they're wow. they're made for your face so you have to study your oh, face okay. before okay, yeah, yeah. But like oils. No, do not put essential oils. <laughs> no. Is that what you do? Oh man. <laughs> no, essential no. oils is from the Herbal devil, man. Essence. No. It's not real. It's not. <laughs> Don't tell my sister that. What is she does she sell it? No, no. But she like is, is that a pyramid thing over yeah, there too? Yeah, essential oils. Oh That's gosh. a thing. You yeah. can smell wow. it. it smells good. It smells yeah, good, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. They're good for I mean, like, um it, it's good aromatherapy. Yeah. But not like not like not not cu- not curing cancer or anything like that. Because yeah, they yeah. get their petal there sometimes, <laughs> man. Yeah. I remember back yeah, in, I thought it's in my just church. something you put into a diffuser, right? There's mm-hmm. different grades. There's the edible there's, yeah. kind that you can yeah. eat, and then there's the other, the yeah. the other kind you're not supposed to be putting on your skin at all. That ones that you put in the diffuser and stuff. Yeah, yeah, then, yeah, uh, yeah. Because like rose oil has some qualities to it and stuff. So, God, that's a whole yeah. discussion. I mean, if they're if they're if they're created for the skin, and you read the ingredients and stuff, it should they should be fine. Um, I'm fine with fragrance if it's a cleanser because then you just like put it on and then you wash it off anyway. But don't leave like when they, if it's like a moisturizer or something and it smells so good. <laughs> bad. <laughs> then you know there's got to be something wrong. Smells good. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Your skin is very delicate. It's very delicate. Your face. 
Well, I can definitely see that you have a complete passion for this. So, you know, so it is definitely more than just, hey, I can make money. But I can tell yeah. you, you've got a genuine interest in the chemistry and, uh, and, and you know, of, of all of this. So I, I think that's mm -hmm. important whenever you're trying yeah. to find or get into some type of field. Because, like, some people become nurses and they just aren't interested in people <laughs> mm, yeah and it's so just, bad they're interested right? in the lexus it'll buy them though yeah yeah oh, right. like, oh my god yeah there's there's then, oh my god there's way too many yeah. nurses that shouldn't be nurses. what was that there's way too many <laughs> nurses that shouldn't be nurses right yeah, no. <laughs> yeah you can tell which yeah. ones are there to actually you know their work well, and i guess it's just like people. in any any profession there's the people who are really deeply passionate and you know love that work and then there's people in it for the money think a police officer for example you know i was one so i think i could Ooh. at least fairly say that um yeah there, there are people there because it, pay, it paid well you know uh but then you know yeah. i also work with people who are deeply passionate about the community mm -hmm. and and how how, the, how overall their contribution in, into the community um and the, the majority were much more passionate but i don't know now it seems like morale might be uh way down in a lot of departments right now yeah i don't know about you guys in canada but like in let's say in places like oakland which is just right over the the across the bridge like mm -hmm. places like that man even though they're, they're desperate for cops you know for people to join but mm -hmm. They're way understaffed, and Calgary too. What's that? Calgary is way understaffed too. Is it because it? What's the crime rate out there? It's not high. To be fair, it's not high, but yeah. it's still they still need more than they have for sure. And it's yeah. it's been like difficult to it's been difficult for them to hire people. So then I I've seen like some of the rookies that they had. And they're like, okay, because we're desperate, <laughs> kind oh, of thing. No. I don't want to be. I don't want to be judgmental. That's, that's but when they start lowering <laughs> the standards and shit, and be like, uh -oh. yeah, yeah we, exactly. Uh, I saw his psych evaluation, but uh, maybe he can grow out of yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh, oh my no, god. No go. No go. No yeah, go. no. No go. No, no go. go. Not good. Yeah, it's yeah. dangerous. It is dangerous. Yeah. Calgary is also yeah. a different place. But you definitely have a passion for here. this profession, which is kind of exciting to me because, uh, uh, you know, we've been talking to people uh, in, as our series of people who are really passionate about what they do. And, mm -hmm. you know, especially if, as they come as Igor people, you know, we want to inspire people with that which you're passionate about simply because we want to lift each other up. But yeah. at the same time, I also want to know about my skincare. Like, how do I get rid of that, like, age spot right there? You know, is that possible to get rid of? I see in the Guru YouTube channel it? on skincare coming out pretty soon. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the, the one I mean, thing I learned about skin is it's very personal. So it doesn't, you know, yeah. like, it, like maybe, maybe I could reach out to people because I'm Igorot, like to more people, to more Igorot people, just because I'm Igorot. But yeah, it's like skincare is very personal. Like it's like I can't. Well, with the knowledge I have now, I can't really tell you how to fix your 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 um age spot. But is that like a? It's not a mole or anything, right? It's just a. 
like a dark I think spot. that's definitely they, they call like them liver spot. spot. So like the age spots, uh, you know, as you get older, a lot of they a lot of folks say that the age spots come from like uh, how well the um, liver even detoxes as you get older. So it reflects what what's happening in the internal or okay, first of all, uh it's because I uh <laughs> my field was actually traditional Chinese medicine. And so we learned Western medicine, oh. nutrition, you know, body work and all herbs and all this stuff. So I'm kind cool. of down your alley in terms of like uh uh what I've what I've learned. Uh mm-hmm. but you'd have the hard like Western science probably behind mm. But then yeah. uh yeah, they say like liver spots, like anything internal. You know, as, mm-hmm. as things get older, they don't work as yeah. as well. So yeah, sure. it reflects onto the outside, right? So that's why skin is amazing because, like, it's it's one way to diagnose things. You know, like how mm. people contract yeah. moles. People contract mm-hmm. moles, and and sometimes, like, you can find out, like, oh shoot, this might lead to a condition in the future. Right, right. Things. Yeah. Oh. How, how did yeah. you get interested in this stuff? Me. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I think I stumbled upon like a YouTube channel actually. <laughs> yeah, just like that. <laughs> no. Oh, no, no, I know. It's cuz my skin started to like get so oily for some reason. It just got like it was just so oily somehow. And then I was like, "Oh my god. Like this is so annoying. This is so embarrassing in public too, you know? It's like so shiny." Um anyways, and then I started I found like a YouTube channel. And then, um, uh, it's, oh, actually it started with like a vegan YouTube channel (laughs) and she's a dietitian and she was a dietitian that graduated from UBC or something. And then she was talking about skincare and then from there it kind of like snowballed. Yeah. But are you vegan too? No. <laughs> no. I was about to get really surprised if you were. I'm mean, like, geez, no, how do you, how do you no. handle the parties, the Filipino parties? Yeah, how how, how do you go to no. a good party when they say, "Hey, they're picnic pecan." Yeah, exactly. Uh, Did you eat? Sorry. <laughs> you Did eat No vegetarian picnic pecan. I think that's the uh, one of the next kind of. <laughs> We should find some uh, vegetarians and see. <laughs> That'd be the next I put the tofu out there so it goes for bed. <laughs> so actually, at the beginning of the year, I tried to be vegan, which, well, not completely, but like for, uh, like during the week, five days out of seven, I'd be vegan. That's um, great. And it was okay. Um, and then I went to Philippines and I was like, no, I'm not going to be vegan for the Philippines because that's going to be <laughs> impossible. So. I haven't it's been hard, since, right? It's hard. It's yeah. It's hard with a Filipino diet for sure. No. Mm. Good food, oh, man. man. Good food, good meat. But you know, it's interesting because a lot of times before, I mean, we got very Westernized in our diet. I mean, it was what? I mean, we were eating a lot more natung, uh, kamote. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, that was our thing. And then there's yeah. uh, rice, and and then every once in a while you get the chicken and the fish, you know. But, mm-hmm. uh, and then only party time do you, you know, get the carabao meat, right? Yeah. So, or, the, or, or, the, the pork, or the pig. The, yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There's no yeah. doubt that, like, I'd, I'd say that, I mean, what's interesting, if you look pictures of our ancestors and stuff and how, like, muscular they were, but mm-hmm. I'd say, like, 80, 80 to maybe even 90% of the diet was actually um, uh, vegetarian, you know? Uh, yeah. Maybe with sure. very light meat, like chicken and yeah. fish. 
right? Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. At least that's yeah. what my parents yeah. tell me. But you look at these yeah. these old folks. Well, they were you know they were young when they took these pictures in the early nine early nineteen hundreds, and like, man, yeah. dude, like tons of muscles. So they were getting yeah. that, that protein from like uh, a lot of the camote, the yams and stuff. Yeah, and, for and sure. Yeah. And they were like they were all farmers. They did they yeah. all did like physical work, right? So it's mm-hmm. not like they don't sit around like we do. So okay. they're getting that sweat out, right? They're getting that sweat exactly. cleaning their yeah. pores and stuff, you know. Yeah. Well even worse now during COVID time, because all we do is sit down in front of everyone. Like I don't even move to teach my classes anymore. I just sit in front of a screen and hey you know, and uh, watch my students in front of our screen sitting down, and, and we're all sitting down. <laughs> That's the way, oh, man. man. Unfortunately, we're yeah. We just I don't know, man. We got to sweat. They they say you got to sweat at least once a day. You got to sweat at least yeah. once a day uh, to clean the skin. You know. You never heard of that? I'm sweating today. <laughs> I'm thinking of my sweating today or not. <laughs> Did I sweat today? Yeah. No, that's just true. <laughs> when I when I don't work out, that it's very easy for the the cl- the the pores get clogged, and then, uh, uh, I mean, it just the systems get all clogged up, and so when the next time you work out, you get all pimples and breakout and stuff. You know, uh, that's why you have to wash yourself after a workout. Oh, that's oh, yeah, good. yeah. You gotta that's take a shower, good. man. Thank you. Can't live this. Oh, lot of like, you always like yeah, right. just wash your face, like you don't have to. You have to shower right oh, away. Just wash your face. You have to do that after. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah. Bring this kind of back to an egret thing. <laughs> yeah. Just curious, like you know, from your uh, perspective, like um, you know, like just in general, like because egrets have been stereotyped as uh, they uh, were often confused with negritos by other lowland Filipinos. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so people always say, hey, you're not dark. You can't be Igorot and stuff. So when it comes to skin, you know, skin health, mm-hmm. but also like the brownness or the lightness of the skin. Uh, mm-hmm. Is there something in regards to like Igorot people, like as far as from your from your experience and perspective that like um, you feel maybe some people might some of our people might have i don't know a sensitivity or maybe be a little bit more conscious about that you know like what about what people say or whatnot um i think i feel like throughout the years we learned to just like ignore like we're we're really good at like ignoring (laughs) or like um not uh what's it called if they uh okay we're we're not good with confrontation so then when people come up to us and be like oh you're not you know you're not dark like you don't look like an igorot you know like i read in yeah. the textbooks um, so you've gotten that before right you've gotten i that. haven't haven't luckily i have oh, not okay. yeah but you've heard so of it. I, I think i think i've had like a comment a side comment though that they were like oh are you sure <laughs> that kind of thing and i was like are you sure like, yeah. oh, pretty sure i know where i came from you know how do you know you're <laughs> igorot <laughs> exactly yeah. really yeah um, but we're really good at like not like we're very non-confrontational so i feel like we if there's something that like that that comes up we we talk about it in viva parties <laughs> but we don't <laughs> educate the person that told us you know like actually oh, yeah yeah right like yeah and so like and and also like as igorots we are pretty also pretty um 
what's it called conscious about like skin like you have to be light you have to be you can't get darker that kind of thing you know and so so like a lot of us are yeah and a lot of us are offended when they're like oh you're you're darker you know you got darker (laughs) and you're like no i get it that kind of thing you know yeah and it's it's we it's not it's i think it's a bigger conversation that needs to be had just because i don't think everyone really uh cares for it or talks about it and i mean like it's fine there's nothing wrong with being um with being what's it called oh my god what's the word with being called like oh like i thought you would be like darker or like negro like there's nothing wrong with the shade it's just Mm -hmm. the the it's just it's just not who we are right as a people it's not you know so it's like they're not that we're very misrepresented in that aspect right Right. because we look very different and they have their own culture too right and they don't want i'm sure they don't want to be called igorots because they're not right they're Mm -hmm. negritos so like attachment to that word is a little bit different than our attachment (laughs) Exactly. <laughs> for them, it's exactly. like an insult, and for us, it's like, yeah, yeah. that's right, mm. that's who we are. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, exactly, exactly. So then, I don't know. It's it's a bigger conversation to be had, I think, with both parties, because there's some miscommunication, right? Because like mm. they think it's about to be an igro, and then we get we we get um miss like there's like a misconception about how we like look versus how we actually we actually look, right? So, I mean, it's interesting yeah. because, but I, oh, yeah, go on. Sorry, go ahead. I forgot. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I was saying it's what's interesting is I think that you know, most my observations that you grow to come in so many different shades, you know, it's, it's yeah. really interesting because, um, well, you know, historically, like, uh, people have been coming up the mountain and you know, like what we consider, like uh, what we know as Igorot, it, you know, coming from Taiwan, could have been people mm. also mixing with uh, some of the Lonelanders who moved up when the Spaniards came because they didn't want to be mm-hmm. around the Spaniards. So mm-hmm. you're going to get this complete mix of different shades. And uh, I think it's really interesting because I would say, and I don't know what you think about this, but like I would say the younger most of the the attitude of a little bit of the the older generation tend to be like they don't want to be dark. <laughs> yeah, but I would say uh, a lot of the younger generation they're like, man, make me yeah, I want to be as brown as I can be. You know, I've yeah, that's, that's the variance that I've seen between older generation and younger generation. And and, and is there a difference between people like um let's say the the folks in the, the diaspora versus folks uh, staying in the Philippines as far as like people being proud of their skin color in terms of like shade or or whatnot um i think so for sure i think there is a difference like i i think us um outside of the philippines don't care as much mm-hmm. but there are also some younger people like at least from you know the ones that i've met like the youth here they have parents some of them have parents that are like oh he, like you can't get dark and so they grew up with that mentality right Right. so then it's not their fault right that they think that way and then sometimes they grow out of it but sometimes they they don't and so they just like that's the you know they stay in that mentality that the 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 people in the philippines have 
but for sure in like generally speaking we don't care <laughs> the ones outside don't care as much for sure yeah 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 that's it that's yeah it. so when when you came to you uh canada how much of a culture shock was it for you um actually i uh the decision was almost put up to me because the original plan was that i move over here and stay for two weeks you know just to like land as a landed immigrant and then i was going to be allowed to go back to the philippines and finish high school and come back here but then they kind of like like they made it so much fun here you know <laughs> like it's just so much more oh, fun wow. in bc and in, uh, in burnaby at the time and so and then i was i was 14 so i was like oh my god it's so much fun such good food so i was like okay i'll stay <laughs> what, what what was more fun because they wow. you know the slogan that says it's more fun in the philippines i was just gonna say that <laughs> <laughs> so, what was it oh, that boy. kind of like um that was that was different for you in terms you know like that made it more exciting or fun for you to to to, to stay there um i mean like because the place was beautiful and like it it seemed like things were in abundance you know oh, yeah. like compared oh. in the philippines mm-hmm. and like growing up growing up young and growing up like growing up with our parents like it's mm-hmm. it's been like very hard to see like the abundance part of it right and so like mm-hmm. it, it was such a like it it, it was very mabango you know it it, it was very mm, like just just, just that Fresh. short yes. period of time and i'm sure my cousins like you were you know we're thinking of like you know it's it's just better to like finish high school here and like you know the future is just better and so they they really tried to like make it you know, good here and fun here. So then, <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad thing. Like, you know, no, I don't no, regret no. it, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've seen you believe then it was, it was a blessing then for you. Yeah, to- for sure. For sure. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know what would have been different if I went back and finished high school and came back. It's like a two years, two year thing. So I don't know if it would have made much of a difference. So. A lot of times we talk about uh, our ancestors, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm I'm curious how in what way do you do you feel that the ancestors were watching you in your in your current path, or do you feel do you have any stories to share <laughs> in terms of like that feeling of because uh, I know you did, even though you, your your parents weren't around, um, mm-hmm. your ancestors for a lot of us mm-hmm. we believe our ancestors were there supporting us almost like guardian angels, you know. Mm-hmm. I definitely I don't think I really thought about that in in depth like I, I think I thought about it in passing for sure especially mm-hmm. when like like in bebop gatherings or like there are elders at the house like visiting and stuff like that and they talk about it you know like it's definitely something that I have um I did think about in passing but the bigger picture for me is like I was a hundred percent sure that I was led I was led like here on purpose, you know, something did lead me here in purpose on purpose. And I have, I have thought about, you know, like, like God, cause sometimes you do go to church and I did think about like the ancestors and stuff. I did think about like, you know, my parents, like probably like, you know, guiding it and stuff like that. And the one interesting thing 
was my cousin pointed it out um, in BC was when I was born, the first language that my mom taught me. So my first language is English. Oh, yeah. So I was, I've been taught English yeah. since I was born. Yeah. 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 And so like, so then when I moved here, when I was 13, the transition was much easier in, in terms of communication. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I was able to socialize better than other kids. I didn't have to go to ESL. I didn't have to, you know, all these things. So it just, yeah. I feel like it just led to like an easier transition for my life in the Philippines and my life here. Oh, so that goes along with Jay's question. Wow. Kind of like what, how, you know, like that feeling of culture shock, but like, yeah, kind of yeah. talking about adapting a little bit, you know. For, yeah. But it's, it seems like you were almost set up to make that adaptation. And I know that that in, in, in many ways, especially with families with a little bit of means to be able to do that, there is almost like a setup. Hey, you know what? Your life will be better overseas. Uh, mm -hmm. And and if you could get into like uh, North America or Australia, UK uh, or UK, <laughs> yeah. uh, Europe, th those would be your best options. And, right, right. Uh, and and. and and it's interesting that you were already being set up in some way. And mm -hmm. I don't know how intentional. I mean, your mom could have been, you know, who would have known what the yeah. future would be. But uh, there was exactly. some sort of about that. Yeah. yeah. She was an English teacher. So that's like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh that kind of helps too, right? Yeah. <laughs> Just a, a quick question about that. Because, you know, one of the yeah. things that, um, you know, like the old, especially the older, older generation of Igorots and and my observations is that uh, just uh, this is most Igorots tend to speak better English than the rest of the uh, the Philippines, you know. Mm -hmm. And a lot of Igorots pride themselves in that, and that has a lot mm -hmm. to do with colonization, right? And, yeah. and the educators that came up to the to the Cordillera. Um, yeah, I mean, like, uh, so that really did help. I know you already said it, but it, I, I guess that that whole ability to speak english um mm -hmm. and not care about english but like decent english mm -hmm. <laughs> was yeah. uh it seemed like it helped in your trend yeah it, it must have helped in your transition um yeah where did your mom teach uh she taught in Busau, saint james high school oh wow Mm -hmm. is, is English and, still sorry yeah is English still like um a major part because I remember in the Philippines for a while they they uh like was it the mid 90s or something like that where they like they were getting into this real nationalistic kind of thing and they didn't want to teach English anymore but I guess in, in yes, the mountain they province they, they kept on they kept on going right yeah. Yeah, no I, the, okay the they do they do uh still teach English um mm -hmm. and then however like a lot of the uh subjects that used to be taught in english is now taught in the mother tongue of that or yeah of or like or tagalog or like ilocano or like whatever language yeah. is more you know um more comfortable in that space but mm -hmm. a lot of the textbooks have changed like science and math textbooks they're in tagalog i see i see mm -hmm. Is that do you think that's helpful or or is that I mean that's um, good for indigenous pride I I think but 
or maybe yeah. local pride. But, uh, yeah, for sure. I think it helps. Um, it helps keep the the language right that we have the dialects that we have it helps keeps it because like because in the philippines especially in like um like in the philippines in general it's like oh if you don't speak english you might not be smart that kind of thing right so it kind of eradicates that that um stigma of not speaking not being able to speak english because a lot of people think that you know you have to speak smart uh, sorry you have to be to speak english to like be smart kind of thing mm. so it helps that yeah. yeah and what's interesting in the diaspora is like you know most of us who who kind of uh what year or what age did you come again 13 did you say yes yes 13 oh, okay because uh, we, we were talking about um, folks who came at a younger age who were about like eight years old. Ooh, at 13, yeah. at 13, you're like, you're everything in terms of your bilinguality, I guess, you know, yeah. was kind of already solidified. Formed, by, yeah. By, by, formed by that age. But yeah. a lot of kids who come in like at um, age eight, uh, they they lose it, you know? Yeah, for sure. And, um, yeah, I've, I have like, I know quite a bit of people who came at like a younger age and mm -hmm. they did you know they did forget to speak the language um but I, I i also don't blame them for it because mm -hmm. i feel like because i feel especially at that age um yeah. they're very yeah. uh impressionable right so then mm -hmm. when they go to school they try everything to fit in like they want everyone yeah. to like them right they're new they look different and they speak different too like no like i have to change this right so then they like mm -hmm. fight to not speak it and then they forget yeah and then not knowing that like oh like you might regret it later like you know they wouldn't know that and the parents are busy you know busy working two three different jobs to yeah, like yeah. to really like like keep it you know for the kids and stuff like that and right. even, like the parents also like speak english at work right mm -hmm. so then when they come back it's like it's just it almost becomes natural right yeah also also a funny thing the parents also like might like that they forget it sometimes because then they can speak the language and the kids won't understand and it's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get the well we, we definitely know about that like uh you know the parents get the special <laughs> secret language so they can talk yeah. about them that's the one disadvantage yeah. i feel about raising my kids is like man I wish that uh, we could kind of like, you know, talk about them in front of their face without them knowing. <laughs> oh man, that's no, that's wrong. But uh, can you can you guys speak? Uh, we like when we were younger, my our grandparents English, would speak. yes. <laughs> okay. Yes, English. Great, good to know. <laughs> For my brother and I, our grandparents spoke to us a lot in the language, uh, you know, but mainly it's uh, Ilocano. Mostly. Yeah, it's mainly Ilocano mm -hmm. and a mix. It's like a, but it's the Igorot Ilocano, you know, the mix, the kind of bago. The, Ilocano, the fake, right? the fake yeah. Ilocano. <laughs> the fake Ilocano with the with the the Igorot accent. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like all yeah, the Ilocano we people talk too slow. Yeah, the and Ilocano. talk slow. <laughs> and then when you talk to the Ilocano people, they'll be like. Yeah, why is he pronouncing his e like that. Why is why is he pronouncing his e's all weird and using h instead of s or something like you know? Yeah. So, I mean, that confused me for a long time when I was a kid. You know, I I, I didn't yeah. understand how come yeah. they speak yeah. a little bit. But yeah, you know, uh, parent, our parents. It's not. I don't think they <laughs> were 
necessarily trying to keep the language from us, but I think it was more because during when we were when we were younger, there was uh, you know, the one thing that our parents didn't want to deal with is another layer of, of BS, you know, racism, right? Yeah. So one of the things they wanted us to deal with, uh, I mean, to do is just to try and adapt as much as you could. So they would say, yeah, yeah. You know, the old folks will always say this, and they're proud when they say, this, "Rome, do what the Romans do," you know. And yeah. As an older, as an now that I'm older and have my own kids, I'm I'm always like, man, you know, everybody's getting jobs who are, who's bilingual, and and you know, they have better brain development when you're bilingual. It's like you know, you just wish that we kept on kept on going because we we of course we know all the bad words and we know most of like the grammar and understanding but when we, yeah my brother he speaks it much better than me but like for me it's it's uh especially like here in the uk now like when i'm listening to pure kankanai i'm mm-hmm. it's kind of weird because like i when i hear it i'm trying to find what's the ilocano word of that <laughs> you know like mm-hmm. and trying to translate through ilocano to english you know and uh, yeah. but then I don't know. I gotta find a linguist, another <laughs> someone who can help me out with this. You know, uh, over time, yeah, that that's I, a whole yeah. other discussion. That I think that everybody has their, oh, yeah. their own story of how uh, they lost it or whichever. Because I yeah. mean, like in my case, I never really learned Kankanai or anything like that. Even like maybe I knew some simple Ilocano, but I mostly knew Tagalog because growing up we were mostly around Tagalog um, speaking mm. people. Makes sense. Um, yeah. But even that I lost when I came to Canada because um, I was encouraged uh, by ESL to just speak English even at home. Right. Um, mm. So that's where I mostly lost. I mean, I can understand oh, it. Really, to speak English even at home? Yeah. So They tell you that. Just, oh. just to improve it. So, um, and that, was, that was a long time ago. So I, yeah. they must have changed their processes I think, now. But, this uh, was in the 90s. Yeah. But I, I mean, I can understand. Um, but yeah, it's just just speaking, and then that uh, recall is is quite slow. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm the same I, I story with Gerald. Because my... um, mm-hmm. yeah, when when I was taking ESL, uh, we were basically like told to not speak our native language and just strictly speak Holy English. Me. That way, we can uh we can adapt the, uh, Learn quicker. It faster. just progress yeah faster, yeah God. and uh what's it called assimilate quicker that, that, that was my experience yeah yeah my my parents definitely uh they were a little a lot more on the learning learning english and learning english well because they i mean it, it seems like they 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 wanted us to integrate more they, they felt like that would be the way to combat the racism of the of of america uh, is is mastery of the language, mm-hmm. uh, and so that's partially there's a truth in it. That there's a partial truth in that. And it's not the wholeness, of course, because obviously mm-hmm. you know, kind of skin color makes a difference. Yes. Yeah, well, another just another like little thing about the language thing. Yeah. So yeah. my sister, my sister's pretty like headstrong with like the culture, with our culture and who she is and stuff like that. She didn't mm-hmm. change her last name to her husband's. Her husband's is Sigurutu, but um, she didn't change her last name to her husband's. And her both her kids, her daughter was born in Texas. Her son was born here. Mm-hmm. They both speak Kankanaui fluently because <sighs> it's the only language that we speak in the house. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! So wow, that's impressive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna ask you, like, because uh, you've mentioned to me before the languages you speak. So you, mm-hmm. what are, 
What do you speak? Um, English. Kankanaoi, <laughs> like Basau Kankanaoi, Ilocano, and Tagalog. Quite like, you know, like I probably, I probably need help with Ilocano, but. Yeah, that's four languages. Jeez. Yeah. And they are languages, not just dialects. And if I have to say so, I I taught myself Korean. (laughs) Oh my god, my daughter will love you now. The K dramas. Oh wow. (laughs) Are you doing the K pop thing? Is that how you learned Uh, it? Yeah. (laughs) My daughter is big into the K pop, man. Seriously. Oh my god. Oh, Oh, she's gonna want to meet you. Yeah. Yeah. I get kind of BTS fan also. Sometimes I get pissed off yeah. at her, and I and I say to her, I go, I, don't, I say to my daughter, hey, you no, know, for every Korean word you learn, you better learn uh, at least two Filipino words. I don't care if it's Ilocano, Kakanai, or really. Tagalog. She has a Korean lectionary already. <laughs> no, no, she no, has no. a lectionary. Well, when you're singing the songs, you're singing the songs. You have to learn some of the Korean, right? So, like, you know, does she know what it means? Uh, probably not. <laughs> But if I, I've asked her with some song, she she's learned, she's looked at the translations. She just doesn't know what it what matches up, and they sing in mm. and out, right? So you're yeah, a big K-pop yeah. fan, yeah. then? Yeah. Yes. Like I <laughs> in high school, I was like really like K-pop was like aha, you know, like K dramas wow. and everything. Wow. So that's where I that's where I did it, and then I stopped for like a few years because you know life happened. And then just recently, I'm like, you know what? Like, it's a skill. Like, learning another language yeah. is a skill. So, is that so I kind of like sort of picked up. Doesn't it bother you a little bit that there's no P-pop? Just, yeah, I mean, K-pop. What happened to like? Okay, we don't do well with P-pop. We we're, we're good with ballads. We're good with alternative ballads. rock. We're we're good with you know not not pop. No, we're not. We don't do pop very well. Country. We do country though. We do country. Well, and the thing is, Igorot tastes are different than uh, some of the other Filipino tastes. You know what I mean? So Ooh, yeah, because yeah. yeah. you know when you talk about pop, if you go down to Manila, you'll hear all those bands, man. They're, they can do like they are they mimicking like the Koreans? That's what song. I want to know. Are they doing like the Korean? Oh God. If they're do if they're doing karaoke on Korean music already, oh. then I I don't know. They do. They are. Yeah. No. But we don't do it well. Like like oh, okay. in our own language, when we like produce these like like groups, it's we don't we don't do it well at all. 